Clearly mark the radio dial setting at GameZillaMedia.com. Do not use your phone. It must be reserved for vital emergency messages so that you can receive official news and civil defense instructions on the Conrad frequency used in your area. Your life may depend on this. The last line of defense in major gaming news. GameZilla Alpha. Prepare to take shelter and obey instructions instantly. This is the underground resistance. Join the Alpha Force. This is the plan to help you and others who need you. A plan to live, to work, and fight as did your forefathers. Now, let's check the plan together step by step. GameZilla Alpha. Welcome to episode 48 of the GameZilla Alpha podcast, the only place you can be jazzy free. That's right, no worries in the world because you're jazzy free. Well, until the interview, then I guess we have to deal with jazzy. But for now, let's all enjoy being jazzy free. But yeah, welcome to episode 48. We have a really cool interview with Chris and Matt from 1UP X Esports Tournament League. These guys are putting on the gaming expo this year, only a couple months away, and it's looking to be quite the event right in our backyard, Toledo, Ohio, not that far from, from our home, Michigan here. But for anybody listening, you should consider this event. It sounds like it's going to be a blast, and we really dive into the event and who Matt and Chris are as far as gamers what inspired them to start developing a show like this, an event like this, and even got into the behind the scenes on what are what's it going to take to make an event happen like this. So let's get into the interview, learn some more about Matt and Chris and 1UPX Esports. The opening questions are the most important, so get ready. No, they're the least re- important. <laughs> That's why I'm letting you do it. Oh, okay. Uh, sounds about right. <laughs> All right, well... First off, I just want to let all of our fans kind of get to know you guys. So um, we could start with Matt, if you just want to tell us a little bit about yourself and then your background in gaming. Oh, man. Um, You know, I started gaming like when I was a kid. I'm from the 80s, so everything was Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. Uh, Mario was the first game, Zelda. Got into the Metroid series back then, too. And carried it up until now. I like every Metroid game that comes out. That's I'm on it. This guy's Same my new best Zelda friend. Games. He's my new best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Except for other M. I'm not a fan of that that's one. That's okay. I, and, and Metroid Prime Federation Forces. That's not even a Metroid game. Right. Exactly. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not in this house. But, um, and you know, like we didn't have things like competitive gaming back then. We had a, a show on TV called Video Power. I don't know if you remember this one or not, but I'd wake up like before school, five o'clock in the morning just to watch it. And they used to go on there and it was like a mix of like family feud and double dare. And they were playing games against each other. And I just wanted to be on that show so bad. And then the movie The Wizard came out. Oh, yeah. They're playing, you know, Mario three on the big screen racing each other. And like, that's not even a thing. (laughs) But it was in this movie and you just wanted to be part of that. And I have kids i have six kids who are all into gaming and you know that's that's like our connection and they do still do sports and stuff but just like growing up and playing sports wasn't my thing mine was gaming so my siblings played sports and 
you know, we got to go watch them and everyone cheered them on and videotaped them. And I didn't have a thing. And that's, that's sort of like where the idea for this came in. It's like we have eSports now where people get good at games like um, Fortnite or, you know, League of Legends or Counter-Strike. And, and that's it, like Rocket League. And they, they play competitively and they make a lot of money. But what about the other games, you know, the games we grew up on, the, uh, the casual gamer type games? And, and how can we turn this into something that, like, any kid can do almost on the level of if they were to join the soccer team for the school and meet up every week and practice and then uh, play games against other so, – so a league. And so that's where our idea came in to, to open and create this uh, 1UP X tournament league is what we're called. And, and our first event, the 1UP X Gaming Expo – our inaugural event is where we're going to try out all of these concepts that we put together and hopefully, you know, where we can let the people my age around you know, the people who grew up with the games, wishing there was something like this, enjoy this event. And then also the kids too, who are looking to, to do something like get recognition for playing games can also come to this event and show their parents like, Hey, guess what? There's something to this. You know, I'm not just sitting at home playing. It takes some of these games take a lot of like a lot of thought, a lot of reflex. You know, you have to have a little bit of skill to pull off some of these moves. And I know this because my kids like kick my butt in all these <laughs> new games because I don't grasp them. They're so technical now. Well, the you know? yeah, the problem also is that you said you're an '80s kid, so that means your kids are faster than you at this point. Because you're past <laughs> when it comes to, when it comes to reaction time and everything, you know? and, and yes. a huge piece when it comes to gaming. Um, you know, they're they're co- they're coming into their prime, and you're and you're unfortunately dipping out. So not to be mean, yeah. I'm, no, in like, I'm in that same boat. I'm in that same boat. But back then. My dad used to come in, and every once in a while, if he did decide that he wanted to play against me in a game, somehow, without him ever playing, he would just manage to kick my butt. Yeah. So I thought coming into this parenting thing that it was going to be like that with me, but the games, they evolved so quickly that it's like the opposite reaction. Like, oh, yeah, it's like, quick reaction now. Scream me, and I have no chance. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah. that that's what this event is. It's all-inclusive. So you take the casual gaming, you mix it with the pro eSport type gaming, you, you create an expo where everyone who shows up gets a chance to do something. You don't just show up to watch, you know? You're not, you're not the kid anymore who's waiting for someone to pass him the remote. It's, it's you go there, you're going there to play. You're going there to win and compete and get prizes. And that's... That's what I think makes this great is that there's there's nothing really like this out there right now. It's you pay for your ticket, you go sit in a seat and you watch uh, a dozen or so kids on a stage at a time playing. And and that's it. You know, you're a fan, but you want to be like in the experience and you want to be immersed in it and be the player and the champion. Exactly. All right, so we got a lot to talk about about this event, but before we do that, there we have Chris here too. Chris, we want to hear a little bit about yourself as far as how you got you know your story about gaming and and how what was your path that kind of led you to one up x esports tournament league oh yeah absolutely um so i i grew up in a divorce house and my mom always bought 
the Segas, and my dad always had the <laughs> Nintendo. So it was like, <laughs> you know, I really wish it would have been the other way around, of course, right? Like, that was the more popular game. All the kids talked about, you know, playing Nintendo. And then when I would get a chance every other weekend, uh, I was horrible. <laughs> and then I'd go over to friends' houses and, you know, I'd, I'd die right away while they would last for, you know, hours. So right out the gate, like, when it came to gaming, I became more of a watcher than a player. Um, j- just for that reason, I, w- I really wasn't that good. I didn't get a whole lot of practice. Uh, and then when I was a bachelor, you know, in your, my college days, as I'll refer to them, you know, I lived with two of my buddies, and they were big gamers, and they'd sit there and play uh, Final Fantasy for hours and hours, and I'd just sit there and watch, you know? And so... I've always had this kind of like fascination with the gaming world and and what's going on there, even though I myself don't really find myself playing too often. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's, that's completely normal. Like we, we're both big League of Legends fans. We, and we play quite a bit, but we love just watching the pro series. Like we can sit there, I can sit there all day Saturday and all day Sunday and just watch League. And then at the end, like I might have the itch to play league, but even if I don't, I'm still like happy. So I totally right. get it in the sense of like when I was younger too, 80s kid growing up is that I was a Sega kid, and my friends oh. were Nintendo kids, you know. <laughs> so like I go over there and be like, "What the hell is this game?" And they're like, "Oh, it's <laughs> called Star Tropics." And I'm like, "It's so cool! What is it?" And you know, and I just sit there and watch it because it wasn't the games that I was playing at home, so I was. I was fascinated. It wasn't like a, they were playing Sonic 2, and, and and I'm like, oh, yeah, you can jump here. You can Like, I, I didn't know what I was watching. So um, I totally understand the idea of just enjoying it almost like you're watching a movie. Well, yeah, yeah. and Twitch was built on this concept, and it's very successful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Twitch is killing it right now. So, Right. But, but at the same time, we wanted to create a way that your everyday gamer – would have that opportunity to come and, and participate. So that's what the event hall is really focused around is kind of like, I may suck at video games, but we've created a couple of really fun little um, competitions that uh, even though I'm not a great player, I can still go and play, participate, and have a good time, um, even though I may, I may be more more of a voyeur gamer than a than a game player. <laughs> yeah, I think the big thing to take away from this, and and then we can uh, we can move on to Jazzy's next question because we've completely stolen the mic from him. But <laughs> the, I think the big thing here is that from what you've explained to us is you both are gaming fans, but but based off of your history is why this event exists. And that's cool because you can you can meet these, you know, you can go to these events that are like, they're just money grabs, right? They're just these big events that are just full of vendors and they're not thought out well. The logistics are all broken and, and you never even get to meet the people behind the event. But here we're talking with the two, with two people that are, that are crafting this unique concept. And now we're hearing like, honestly, some of, like, the main reasons why this even, like, kind of manifested into an event. And that's, uh, I think that's really cool. Yeah, talk to Chris. I'm, I'm a fanatic. Like, I go on eBay and I buy up all of the old uh, retro Nintendo collectibles and nostalgia. 
like he like they get on me, all the guys in the team, about I'll be on eBay bidding on a cereal box for the Nintendo cereal, and it's like five hundred dollars. But to me, I don't care. You know, I want that. Like that takes me back, and <laughs> again, I need that in my like office. <laughs> again, I think we're best friends. Like I think we honestly have our best friends because that's what happens to me. Like I, my my man cave is my game room, and it is overflowing with stuff and all i get is looks like we bring people in and they're like it's like the holy grail right but then like i bring jazzy in and he looks at me and he's like why'd you buy that it's a cdi <laughs> it's a cdi nobody plays a cdi yeah, i'm like right. but it's a system i didn't have jazzy he's like yeah. yeah but are you gonna play it i'm like probably not but it's a system i didn't have jazzy <laughs> it's like that guy that owns lego oh, land and they go he goes and buys more legos and his partner's <laughs> kind of like man we don't need any more legos like <laughs> yeah joke's on you <laughs> man it's an chris, investment uh, chris doesn't uh like to go uh passing out flyers and posters with me because every time we go in somewhere i'm like oh so now do you have Battletoads? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to buy stuff, and he's just trying to, like, go in there and hand out flyers. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on, man. We got a job to do. <laughs> All right, and the last Focus. thing that I'll ask both of you guys before we get into the event, because I want to spend a lot of time focusing on the event so that you could really explain what this is that you guys have going on for everyone, is tell me what the best feature of the Nintendo Switch is to you and why. Oh, God. Oh, How about man. this? Do you guys oh. own a Nintendo Switch? Oh, no, everybody owns <laughs> yes, a Nintendo I do, Switch. Actually. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> right in front of me. Best, best feature. That's that's a good question. I don't think you've ever asked me that question. That's because I know you'll give a crappy answer. Oh, okay. That's the, the feature, I don't... Here's the thing, and I'll be honest. Like, I don't really play the Switch. I got it for my kids, and I played it with them. But I think that when you take the little controllers by themselves, it's it doesn't feel like it was like meant for a grown-up. It's just they're real tiny mm -hmm. to me. I don't know if that's like the same experience for you guys, but I do like that. You know, you can take and port the game off of your TV and into the car if you want. And back in the day, it was like if you wanted to play Sonic, you know, from your Genesis, you could play a port of it on the Game Gear. But it was like a completely different game. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, as yeah. good. So with this, it's you're playing the same exact game on the go. Yeah, that's that, that's my take on it. That's what I think. The hybrid the hybrid concept of the system has it's honestly going to push. I believe push the industry where we will see uh, down the road here. We will see everybody react to this and kind of come out with their own version. Yeah, and cardboard uh, accessories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't get Jazzy yeah, started on Labo. He loves it. he loves it. It's his favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, you got an answer for that one? I could just see consoles in themselves going away and everything just going to the phone, like, yeah. eventually. Yeah. I mean, that's just my take on it. Um, I look I look at my job, and, like, I can do 90% of my job on my phone now, and that's insane. So when it comes to gaming, I think it's going to... I There's always a place for, you know, for the technology. But, hey, uh, did they not just get Fortnite? <laughs> yeah, Fortnite, yeah, and there's a PUBG version of yeah. Uh, mobile. Yeah, I mean, mobile is a big is is super powerful. I I'm curious to see how long consoles or and and that type of stuff can hold off because let's not forget several years ago when this generation that we're in currently was uh, was supposedly not going to happen. So you know, like, and now we're sitting on the most successful generation of console gaming ever. 
So, I mean, there's still a demand for it. And I, I worry about, you know, I, I think about this and, and we all do it now. We all listen to f- music on our phones, right? We got Pandora or Google Music or whatever it is you use, iTunes. Um, but I remember the day when they were like, stop buying CDs and buy this iPod. And I was like, hell no, I'm not buying an iPod. Like, what do you mean? I'm going to pay you for music that I don't have a disc for? You're crazy. Yeah, you're and absolutely I, right. Like, I, it was 10 years, <laughs> like now... Nowadays, you know what uh, Best Buy doesn't even sell CDs anymore. Right? Yeah, exactly. They're 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 um, re- removing them from their stores this year. Like if if they still have any, so and that's sad. Like it is. That just takes away because the the music is an art itself. Yep. But so is the the book that it comes with the artwork on the cover. Yep. Covers are like one of the biggest things when you buy a CD. To yep. me, absolutely. You know? So I I do wonder about. Yes, mobile gaming is going to grow, and and smartphones are going to be the leading factor of that. But I always, I kind of feel like, you know, Nintendo brought a couple apps out for the phone so far, but they're but they are still Nintendo in the sense that our games live on our console. And the day that that happens is the day I worry that Nintendo's soul dies. So, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I'm really against that that concept, even though it's slowly, slowly moving that way. I mean, 50% of game sales last year were purchased digitally. Right. Here's, here's, here's my theory, all right? So I'm pretty sure I heard that a Super Mario movie is coming out. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are working on a, a new... Uh, yeah, a an new animated movie. movie. Yep, yep. And... Um, you know, I think a lot of what made it so great for so long is that Nintendo just kind of kept it exclusive to what it was doing and didn't, uh, didn't blow it up like a Disney thing where the franchise was on everything and toys. And now like you're starting to see a lot more Nintendo toys come out. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, the apps on the phone, the movie, and I'm afraid like that they might take this to the level where just everybody's had like too much. Well, it's I've seen a, yeah. a Mario cereal, right? Now. And you got the same thing with um, Universal Studios in Japan is going to have a whole Mario like world. So the thing about it is, it's starting to feel like Sonic, right? Sega, Sega died, and just yeah. said, "Okay, now everyone gets Sonic." Right, and at first you're like, right. "Cool, I'm gonna play Sonic on my Xbox. That's so cool." And then about after one game, we were like, "Sonic's dead." And every <laughs> and every once in a while, they make a version of Sonic. Like Sonic Mania last year was was a great. Like I enjoyed that game because it was a flashback to the old. But but realistically, Sonic is just a cheap sold IP now that Sega just makes quick bucks off of and that's yeah. what and that's what nintendo wasn't doing and we're starting to see them kind of do it and it's it's yeah you have to wonder if that's going to be a bubble that'll burst i I thought they were going in the right direction when they did the new super mario because it went back to 2d platforming yeah. in a sense yep and that was the most successful to me you know those type of games like could you imagine if they brought back a new metroid in the style of super metroid both like updated graphics, but it's like the same gameplay. Matt, this is a. Um, this We're gonna pod- need you to stop drooling so you yeah, can answer his po- question. <clears throat> hold on, hold on. Okay, <laughs> this podcast is for the children, so we need to stop talking about this right now. <laughs> no, um, it would be. I would lose. Amazing. I would lose my mind. I, would, I mean, that's why uh, Samus Returns was something that excited me so yeah. much on the 3DS. But all right, 
We're, we're getting, we're getting, yeah, way off get, base. Yeah. Wait, reel it back, reel it back. Game, game Boy fans here. We're Game <laughs> Boy fans, but um, let's get let's get into the event, okay? You guys have something super special that's coming that's going to be coming up here, and Jazzy, go ahead. Let's let's get into this. So we have the One Up X Esports Gaming Expo of 2018. It is June 22nd through the 24th at, uh, and make sure I'm saying this right, the Stranahan Theater. In yep. Toledo, yeah. Ohio. You got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And so the Stranahan Theater holds, it's a theater that they do Broadway performances and stuff like that, but right next door in the same building is a 10,000 square foot event center, so uh, or event hall. And so we've, we've been able to get both venues to host the expo. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're yeah. going to be cramming a lot of people in here, is what you're saying. Yeah. And I mean, we were just lucky to get the space. I honestly, like, this place is really awesome. Like, I think everybody's going to, I don't know. I think we might out- outgrow it after the first year, though. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's I'm a good really problem. excited to yeah. have it. It's a good problem to have. But yeah. So let's, uh, let's get into this, Jazzy. I'll let you ask the questions, but this is the, the first of its kind. And there is a lot going on in this. It's not just competition. It, there's there's all sorts of stuff going on here. Yeah. Yes. Do you want me to me well, to field this part, Matt? Um, it's let them ask the questions to see where it goes. Yeah. Let's have some fun. Uh, I think the first question is kind of just give us a rough run rundown of what the event is, just so people can kind of have an idea, and then we can dig into each section of the event itself. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, so the overall, we have a a Friday event kicking off with Ghosts of August coming out to perform while players go on stage and compete in a Mortal Kombat tournament. Uh, This was something we just thought was cool, combining our fan of rock, or our our love for rock and roll and our our love for um, gaming and bringing them together in into a you know rated M for mature kind of uh, venue, <laughs> uh, and and so we've decided to open up the uh, event hall as well while the concert's going on, and then have all access um, um, passes to go play all the different games that we have set up in the event hall. Uh, so we'll, now it's not for competition but it's just going to be for free play on Friday. Um, and then Saturday is when the competition will begin in the event hall. And that also kicks off our CSGO um, event in the main theater. So in the event hall, we've got high score competition going on on Saturday for games like Tetris, Contra, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Ninja Gaiden, uh, Dig Dug, and Exevious. Um, and then we've got the battle zone where you can battle in Doom, Halo 5, Mario Kart 8, or Splatoon 2. And then we came up some, with some really cool um, kind of games that, that are our own little twist. This is kind of the one-up part of the event. Uh, we call it the Duo Duel. Uh, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, it's you and a partner have to compete the complete the first two levels um, versus another partner, uh, another set of partners, um, and then we'll also have it's a race. 
Yeah, so it's a race um, with a partner, right? Um, and then Streets of Rage, we're going to do the same thing where you have to beat the first two levels with a partner uh, versus another set of partners. Um, and then we have a four-player competition um, with Mega Man 2 and Super Mario 64. And what makes this one so unique is we basically set up four TVs, four consoles on a table, and we say, go, and you have to run up, pick up your controller, and be the first one um, to complete uh, the obstacles um, for that particular game. Awesome. Yeah. So that that's all happening Saturday um, in the event hall, along with uh, we have a cosplay competition going on that, that um, we'll talk more about. Um, and then Sunday, we've got a whole nother set of games. So we've taken that whole layout that we did on Saturday, and we've we've added in some more family-friendly uh, games. So like in the battle, you have Doom and Halo on Saturday. Well, we replaced those with NBA Hangtime and Street Fighter uh, Five on Sunday so that they're more family-friendly. And then Streets of Rage, we replaced with Cuphead, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we replaced with uh, Super Mario World. Um, and then we added Sonic 3 for the 4-Up tournament and Super Mario Brothers. So uh, lots of lots of stuff going on in the event hall, lots of different games on each day. So it, whether you come, you know, you can come Saturday and Sunday and you're never going to repeat the same um, competition or, or event. Yeah, so that's, also, that's that's really exciting to us in the sense of like you know you can you can enjoy the whole weekend of the event and get new experiences every time you you walk in the door, versus you know being like oh I'm gonna go like again we'll use League of Legends as examples like you go put a weekend in at uh, the championship you're going to be watching lots of League only League mixed with League of Legends. So that's yeah, it. Right. So yeah, no, I do I do like the idea that you guys have uh, rolling out there. What were you going to say? Yeah, and and um, there's also in the event hall, we have the more featured uh, tournaments. So one was the speedrun tournament where on Saturday there was going to be Super Metroid with the speedrun requirement of any percent. And then on Sunday is Super Mario 64 with the speed run requirement of 70 stars. And so what it'll be is we'll bring in eight speed runners per game and they'll compete bracket style, single elimination. So it'll be one versus one at a time where they'll be side by side playing through and racing. And then the winner goes to the next match and so forth. And it's cool because we're trying to bring out some of the better speed runners around the country and, and actually, you know, pay their way out here to to come compete and and show off i think that uh, there's a lot of people who don't understand what speed running is or have never even heard of it but that's one of my favorite things to watch on twitch especially like the older games that you know i used to just play religiously and then see these guys just completely blow my mind of the things that they're pulling off and doing and me thinking like how did i ever not get that good so <laughs> yeah it's awesome um but then also we're going to have mini tournaments, and and these will go on uh, where players can show up and compete, and then uh, the winners for the early part of the day will be thrown into a bracket to finish it out. And on Saturday is the adults, and Sunday is the kids, 
and the games are Smash Bros for Wii U and the new Dragon Ball Fighters game. Oh, great. Yeah, we've been playing a ton of fighters. So that's awesome. Uh, basically, we talked a little bit before the interview and kind of just breaking the ice. And the thing that I take from this event that, you know, something I love and the reason why uh, GameZilla goes to these is I love PAX, right? PAX is an event where it's a celebration of gaming. It's not just go to the vendor floor and spend money. That's there, and I love it because I spend way too much money, right? We've already discussed that. But I love the fact that there's, you know, I can go watch panels. I can go to any tournament I want. I can just go over to a room that's just full of arcade machines and play them all day if I want. I can sit in a giant beanbag room with my handheld and hang out with hundreds of people that are playing handheld. It's just fun. And that's what I think the core of your event really reminds me of is that it's this, it's this, it's this tournament. It's this, it's this expo. It's a vendor. There's vendors there. There's, there's everything for, well, there's a little bit of something for everyone. Right. And so, um, you know, if, you know, for all of our listeners here in the Michigan area, and I know that we, our listeners span globally, but this is an event that I think is going to be really special. And it's right in, you know, for Michigan, it's right in our back door, right, right, right there. So like we, we should definitely attend this because it's, uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm I'm excited. I know where I'll be Saturday, and I'll be looking at Matt and being like, "Hey, Matt, um, don't you have an event to run? Like, you can't sit here and watch Metroid all day, man. I'm sorry." <laughs> I was thinking about that. <laughs> but yeah, that's, um, that's the hardest part of this whole thing. Is it's like this is so much fun. It's like, but we're gonna be so busy during it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one thing that. So we we put on a couple smaller events here every year, and it's like. We build all of, you build it all up and you're so pumped and you still, you, you know, you guys will enjoy it so much in the sense of just watching the people just have amazing time. Right. And, but at the same time, you're kind of like, man, I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's like, well, you know, I can't, but it, it, it's a weird, it's a weird mix, but the experience is super cool. Um, Jazzy, what, what else you got? Yeah. I just want to say that, um, I think it's really unique in what you've done is you've kind of created this hybrid of all of these niche like <laughs> um, gaming tournaments and stuff that go around. So you have your your like gamers done quick, and then your tournaments, and then obviously your pack circuits and stuff like that. And you've kind of like hybrided them all together and made this unique like yeah, there's a tournament uh, going on over here, but also there's this big like showroom floor where you can go and actually be a gamer yourself and. You know, then you could see speed running over here, but there's also all this little mini stuff going on. So you're never really bored. Like, well, like for me, it's I can sit here already and I can start to like see what my day would look like, right? Or my sorry, my weekend. It's like Friday, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna enjoy a hell of a show with Mortal Kombat and and a and an actual concert going on. And then mm -hmm. Saturday, CS:GO is not necessarily my thing personally, right? So Saturday frees me up to go check out all this other stuff going on at the show. But Sunday, I'm going to have my ass glued to a seat because I love Rocket League and I want to watch some co some high-end competition <laughs> Rocket League. So, like, right. I like that ability that I can, it, 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 again, takes me right back to PAX as I sit there and go, I'm going to go to this panel and then I'm just going to go spend a bunch of money when Jazzy's not looking. And then I'm going to run over here and play this video game that's not out yet. Like, that's the advantage of these types of hybrid shows that are in all honesty, if no one's ever been to a PAX, and obviously no one's been to an event from you guys like this because it's the first one, but 
you have to you have to experience this. It is the best way to go experience what I consider a gaming convention, a gaming expo, whatever you want to call it. This is the best way to experience it. And so I'm really excited with what you guys are presenting. Now, to spin a little bit towards the competition side of this event, I was really interested, and, and you guys can explain it a little bit more to us, you aren't letting pro squads roll in and say, this is my team. You're basically right. coming out and you're saying, anyone can compete and anyone has a chance to win. And here and and that's why we're doing our our you know our team building a certain way. So why don't you get into the idea of how teams work um, here at this at this event? So I'll I'll take this one, Chris. <clears throat> so basically, what happens is everybody just signs up, and then we seed you, and we'll collect up gamer tags so that we can make sure that it's done as fairly as possible. But the idea is that. The idea comes from that we think gamers are awkward <laughs> and we are <laughs> yeah. like we can be, you know, and so we're not all as social as we want to be. And I think there's a lot of sleepers out there that, you know, there might be someone who thinks that they're like the greatest player out there, but there's someone else who's better and they're just not coming out. And We want to draw them out. And the way to do that is by taking away anything that makes somebody kind of, uh, drag their feet on coming in. And and one of the big things is you don't have a team, you know, or you don't uh, you don't look for that kind of thing or even know how to go about it. So we just have everyone sign up, and then we take and we generate the players onto one of our 16 in-house teams. And these teams will be used at every event moving forward. This is our, you know, this is our league. So you are coming in and, and playing and representing one of our uh, franchise teams or whatever. And and the other thing, too, is that aside from having to get pros to come in, and I'm sure they want to be compensated for it, too, because they feel like they're bringing a draw to the event, which is, like, not what we're doing. We're not trying to to be an eSports show, you know, 100%. So that kind of doesn't really go with what we're trying to do. We don't want to do it. But, um, uh, I got so excited. No, no, <laughs> I, I mean, that makes, a, it makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. you're, Ooh. you're trying to create this, this event that, and you're advertising it where it's like, you know, Hey Jazzy, if you, if you think you're good at, uh, you know, Rocket League, like sign up, you're going to get seated and you're going to have an, you're going to have a chance to prove yourself. And you're going to be yeah. with a group of people that you're going to start. You're going to be able to start to build relationship and team and team strategies and all that stuff. You know, from day one, you're going to be a new team, and you also know that every other team out there is going to be a new team. There's none of this. Oh, did you hear that? And again, we're going to throw out a Michigan esports team here, but Onslaught's coming. You know, they've been a core team in in CS:GO for ten years, and they've won everything in Michigan. So I don't want to play against them. Like we don't, that's, you know, that instantly shuts you down and goes, I'm, I'm just going to watch, right? You go right back to that, that, uh, the reflex of I'm going to go hide in my shell. But, um, you know, so what a challenge I looked at it as what a challenge to them too. Like, how good are you? Yeah. Yeah. How can you, now you're going to be divided. You're going to be put in with all these new players. You're going to have to strategize a whole new strategy. 
you know? And when you think of life and you think of, you know, especially CSGO, right? It's a military game, right? And so military strategy and things like that. Well, you're not always going to be with the same squad. Right. So, like, there's there's a whole nother element of uh, excitement to it when you add all that in. So Yeah, I think the coolest thing that, that you know, you guys are promoting here is that, you mentioned that you, this team, this team that you like, let's just say I sign up for Rocket League, I get placed on a team. That's that team is going to tra- as long as that team wants to stay together, that team is going to travel around to other events that you you guys will um, have in the future. So you're kind of giving these these people on the fringe, these people on the outside that maybe they think they're not good enough, or maybe they think they are good, but like you said, they're just socially, you know. Um, you know, separated in a way where they don't know how to find a team, you're giving people a chance to try to break into that world that they're interested in, right? Like, mm. we love League of Legends, right? And League of Legends just went franchise this year, and all these new teams came out. But you want to know what, what all these teams were? They were just players from other teams. They got thrown around and mixed up, and, and realistically it was like, yeah, I like 100 Thieves because half of the team is Cloud9. Like, you know, like that. that's kind of how we, we ended up looking at it. It was interesting to see how chemistry was going to work when some of these people had never played together, but at the same time it was the same people. There wasn't a lot of new faces that came into this, this new version of the league, and so there wasn't a lot of opportunity for that next generation of gamers to really step in and say, I'm the next Le- League of Legends All-Star. Exactly. Yeah, yeah here yeah. you guys are doing that, and that's really cool. Dude, that's awesome, because you just nailed the vision, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 You know it's never happened before, but <laughs> like these guys are talking about the event but instead of us talking about it. And they're giving me goosebumps. I'm like, ooh, what is this? I want to go. <laughs> like, oh, wait, it's us. <laughs> awesome. Well, they get, yeah, it's it's amazing how, how clear clear you guys see what we've been trying to build. And it, and it took, like, years of, you know, really, this has been really Matt's brainchild for uh, the past few years of, of watching what's happening in the gaming world and, um, you know, seeing what's what's popular, and we just see it as the time is now. You know, you've got all the local universities have have started these esport leagues. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's really becoming a thing, and it's about damn time. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> agreed. Yes. You know, yeah. and that's you know when Matt came to me with the idea, you know, like what a little over a year ago, I was like. Well, I definitely see there, you know, the opportunity here, and if we're gonna do it, we we better get moving, <laughs> you know. And uh, we're just excited because it's just around the corner now, and it's a, it's becoming a reality, and it's oh, it's scary and exciting all at the same time for us. <laughs> so. Yes. The uh, next question I want to ask you is, I definitely wanted to get the, the event out there, and I think that we've talked a lot about what it is, um, but I definitely want to switch it up into where we're going to give uh, our listeners something that you might not get from anywhere else, and that is the behind the scenes a little bit, if you can give us any of that information, like, what does it take to, like, run this event? 
Because I know a, a lot of times we get people like, we'll get, oh, you guys just, you podcast about video games, you just talk about video Like, no, it's a lot of work, and they don't realize this. So You like, give your life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you give give them a little yeah. a little taste of kind of like what your day-to-day is on like just the behind the scenes of what it takes to like, you know, plan and, you know, get this event staffed and stuff like that. I mean, I, I personally, I'm the, I'm the logistics guy, right? I'm, I'm thinking about this event on the logistics side of things. I'm like, man, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be honest. Um, so I, I do business. I have another business and I've had another one and been very successful and then also failed. You know, so I've seen the whole spectrum and and over the years, you know, I've been doing it for eight years now, you know, you get better and better and learn things. And nothing that I've done so far has even compared to the amount of work that it's taken to put this together. <laughs> and when we, when we first decided, like, let's do this in June, this was last year sometime, like, what was it, like October or something, Chris? And we had like a long time to go. And, and everybody was like, you're crazy. You guys are crazy. Like, you know, we're just like, eh. Yeah, right. You know, we got this. We got this. And then as soon as we got into it and just started like developing and putting it all together, we realized like, oh, man, now we know what they're talking about. Like there's a lot of work and you have to be somebody who is completely dedicated to this and and completely passionate about it because you're giving up a, a good part of your life in the process of coming up with the idea and then executing the final product. That whole that whole time frame, like when I'm in here doing podcasts at night and working on stuff and my family's in the other room and they're eating dinner without me and it's like every night, you know, they get it and they, they're supportive, but you have to be somebody who's willing to give up a lot for that. So just, just knowing that that's how it is, at least for me, you know, you can tell like you should be able to tell that this is something that's very important to me and it means a lot and it's more than just putting an event out there and I'll get to it when I get to it and you guys come out and just let's make some money like this is like the culmination of my uh my whole like growing up and and what I wanted to do in my life and you know what this is this is my infinity war right here <laughs> this is the infinity war of my life like <laughs> the MCU was my life and this project is infinity war so that's like the best way I can describe it chris yeah, um, this has been huge. I've done a lot of startups. Uh, it's kind of the world I've lived in for, I don't know, past six or so years. And, um, say, you know, same kind of experience with Matt, some successes, some failures. I don't look at them as failures. I look at them as learning experiences, right? And so when we looked at, at this event, it was like, how do we... How My thing was, what's the minimal viable event like right right like what's the most basic thing that we could put together um that would be really cool um and we just started talking about it from that perspective and it just so happened that one of my other companies i was at the stranahan doing some work with them and i was like man this would be a really cool venue for what matt was talking you know matt and i've been talking about and so I asked the director, I was like, hey, what, you know, what would be the pricing, you know, to get this? And how many people could you fit? And, you know, just getting the, the general information. And a lot of this happened, like, serendipitously, serendipitously, you know, in, <laughs> in that sense that, like, 
here I am at this location talking to the director about something else. And I had just talked to Matt about the idea and the concept. And it was like, oh, wow, this could work. You know, and I text Matt the information and Matt's like, find out about this, 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 this. He's like drilling me with questions. So I am drilling Steve with questions on the Stranahan and what, you know, the pricing is going to be and everything else. And we, so we started crunching the numbers. Like, is this even feasible? Is this going to set us, you know, put us in, you know, in the poorhouse and stuff and to even attempt this event. And yeah, it's expensive, but like our minimal viable product, like turned out to be freaking awesome. And I just don't know how we could downsize it at this point because it's just, we've really, and, and you guys have spoken to it, you really do see it is like, we've really hit all these different groups and we've really just, this is serendipitously turned into this amazing freaking event. Like, I don't, I, it's taken a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of line item pieces that you got to figure out and, and manage and it's you're, it's a 24 seven thing, man. And, yeah. it, and it's been a year, it's going to be a solid year of dedication to make this happen. And the reality is, is like sponsors aren't really coming on board at this point, right? Like to, to the level that you would think an event like this, like we thought, Oh dude, sponsors going to be like throwing themselves at us. And like, that's not really happening the way we had thought about. And Your first one doesn't work that way. Yeah, you know? exactly. You got <laughs> right. to prove yeah, to we, them, and then all of a sudden they all want to be a part of it at that point. That is that's that is definitely the case when it comes to uh, spot getting locking down some sponsorships. But, right. So but where yeah, we're yeah. at right now is like, how do we – we don't want to make this a one-off event. We want this to be duplicatable and something that just gets grows and gets bigger and better, and we hone our skills and – you know, make sure that we're listening to the feedback from the people and looking at that's how we built this from the beginning is we looked at what people were doing, you know, what what games were coming out, uh, what games were getting popular and, and tried to make sure that we were meeting those needs, but also, you know, tapping into, you know, the old souls that we were in the retro gaming world. Right. Um, so like really the line item stuff, making sure you're do we we're doing all that. That's probably the hardest part. Um, but it's really been a lot of fun and, and I don't know, it's just been kind of a lifestyle. It's not a job. It's not, if you think you can go punch <laughs> a clock and do this and like, Oh, I'm going to put in a couple hours, you know, after work and, and build this badass event. <laughs> yeah. <Like>, good luck. <laughs> yeah. I think right. the gaming, I think the gaming industry really kind of, it is that feeling where it's like, you're living it. It's not necessarily a clock that you're punching. It's like, we have our meetings, we have our business, our business plans that we're developing. We have our shows that we record. We have, we, we, we have our streaming. We like, there's, there's so many like, assets there's so many products that you technically are doing and juggling at the same time but all of a sudden you're just it's just it's just you enjoying it you're right and when you can find right. that passion and you can find that thing that you enjoy you never work a day in your life you might be tired and you might bust your ass on things but you never work a day in your life because you're just having fun and and when when that final product hits the table and you can sit back and say i did this i helped create this you're gonna not only hopefully you're successful, right? And you can pay your bills and stuff like that. But at the same time, you sit back and you're just proud. You're just happy. Right. So, and, and I'll tell you, I'm an entrepreneur. Like that's me. It, you know, Chris quarters, the entrepreneur really, right? <laughs> like, um, 
And, and so my thing is like being able to create an opportunity for people to come and work with this event and make, and, and like, this can be a career that to me is amazing and awesome. Like not just for me as a career, but for the people that I can bring on board exactly. and to make a part of it. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's a huge thing. All right. So we're get we're getting near the end of this interview. I do want to ask because we didn't cover it. Uh, and whoever wants to cover this, Ken, why don't you just go over quickly? How can what did we do to purchase tickets to register? Like how do how does somebody get involved in this event? Go ahead, Chris. Oneupxesports.com. Uh, go to the website. We've got all the information on there. Um, we are going to when you go to buy a ticket for the event, we're going to direct you to the Stranahan's website because they put the tickets through etix. Um, so, but if you're signing up to play, that's on the website. You do sign up through us. So, because we're seeding the teams and all of that. So there is, you know, a ticket for the event. If you're just going to, uh, watch in the, the Lee in the, um, in the, uh, theater. And if you want to play games in the event hall, but if you want to sign up to compete in one of the main major games, you're going to go to the website and sign up there. Awesome. And that's, again, oneupxesports.com. It might be uh, something, I don't know. You know, I'll just throw it in there. But uh, we actually got an email from IGN who said they want us to follow up with them after the event. So we thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, you know that they uh, actually no joke. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a yeah. little bit of a uh, big kind deal. Of big dogs. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's exciting. <laughs> that's yep. very good. So well, yeah, we um, we're very excited. We're we're talking. We're going to be talking with uh, Matt and Chris here about how Gamezilla can continue to be involved in the event, and you know maybe even get lucky enough where if some of some of our michigan uh, listeners or anyone that's going to be considering traveling to this event you might be able to come hang out and uh, and meet up with us but um, i want to thank matt and chris for coming on the show today i want to give them one last uh, one last plug here so uh, guys either one of you or both of you it's up to you, whatever you want what else what else do you want to uh, to say and maybe also drop some where where people can find you on social media as well the social media handle is at one up X esports. Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, we're in discord. We're on Twitch. Uh, we are going to start doing some, some Twitch playing. We're actually members of our team. We'll play against each other and team up to challenge anybody out there who wants to take us on in anything. So, so keep a lookout for that. You think he can beat us? Mm. Not, not that that's much of a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I think we already established that. <laughs> On Facebook, we have a share uh, contest. Uh, it's pinned at the top of our feed. And if you get into it, you can win a pair of Elite VIP weekend tickets. So that's for you and one friend to come out and attend the entire show and pay for nothing, basically. Nice. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, great. And uh, so 
everyone listening, we'll, we're going to have all these links on the download page right on gamesillamedia.com. So you'll be able to find it all there. And then, uh, you know, obviously any questions, you can contact us. We'll, we'll get you in contact with, with 1UpX Esports um, and, and help you get involved with the event. So, guys, thanks so much. It was, it was fantastic talking with you. Um, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm pumped for this event. It sounds amazing. You, you've put a lot of heart and soul into this, and, and I think anybody that listens to this interview is going to realize that, and it's, it should motivate them to go to the event. So, uh, Jazzy, anything, hey. anything you wanted to say? I don't know if there's anything else that I can say. I'm just trying to process how amazing this is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and awesome. uh, yeah, Matt and Chris, any, any last words? Thanks. No, thanks. Yeah, uh-huh. thanks. This yeah. is awesome. I, I love this community. It's been a, a blast to be able to go out and share this and and have people feel the same level of excitement that we have uh, putting the whole thing together. So. Oh, Chris, Thank do you, you want to uh, say something about the lead-up tournaments that we're about to do? Yeah, so th- leading up to the event, we're going to be going out to different stuff. So so make sure to follow our social media pages because we're going to be doing many events at different locations around um, Toledo and surrounding areas. So if, if you're a business that's listening and you want to have a mini tournament or event, uh, get a hold of us, and and we can talk about the those opportunities as well. Fantastic! So, and for all the gamers yep. out there that want to dust the rust off and get ready before the big show, you need that's to hit these right. mini that, shows. That's the whole goal. That's <laughs> the idea too. Is like let's bust out some of these games and give give people a taste of what they're going to experience. So, all right. Um, well, thanks we'll again. We'll have more on that to come on our social media, though. I don't have um, exact dates confirmed yet. Perfect. Yeah. So make sure awesome. we're, we'll make sure to share those out as well. So thanks for hanging out. Chris and Matt from One Up X Esports. Thanks again, guys. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. All right. And there you have it. One Up X Esports. Matt and Chris. Thank you so much for taking the time and uh, having an interview with us to tell us about this event. Guys, it sounds amazing. This is truly a passion for these two. If you can make this event in uh, on June 22nd through the 24th in Toledo, Ohio, I, I highly recommend this event. We will be there. We're going to get involved with them because we, because we could just tell by talking with them how the passion that's driving this event. And these are the type of people, these are the type of events that Gamezilla loves to work with. So... Again, if you want more information on this, you need to go to oneupxesports.com or you can search them on social media with that same name and you can get a lot of details. Remember, uh, Chris was telling us about the uh, mini tournaments that are going to be going on all the way up until this event in June. So remember to uh, stay involved on their social media and make sure to um, you know get involved, have some fun, play some games. You know, run a tournament if you never had. Try something new. That's what they want. They want to bring people out to have fun, compete, and just enjoy being gamers. So, again, thanks to Matt and Chris. Check them out anywhere you can. We'll have all the links right in our download page on our website, gameslowmedia.com. And, yeah, I would also like to thank my co-host, I guess, for... you know being there so chazzy thank you blah, 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 blah. 
But no, I mean, uh, it was a great interview. We learned a lot, and I think we made some new friends. So, uh, everybody, thanks for hanging out on episode 48 of the Gamesilla Alpha. Thanks for hanging out, and remember, until next time, game on.